Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this. And welcome to the podcast about nothing. It is It's a Black and White Thing. I'm your host, A1. You can follow me on all social media by searching at Brains and Bars. You can also follow the Facebook page for the show, even though I don't post anything. But still, I still get about one or two uh, likes a week. So I appreciate those of you who are liking our non-existent <laughs> or our existing but non-posting content page. But you can go to that page by going to Facebook and searching for at Brains and Bars there as well. Um, you can check out every episode of It's a Black and White Thing by going to SoundCloud.com backslash at Brains and Bars. You can also find us on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Google Play Music all by searching hashtag Brains and Bars. As always, we are in the Humble One studio. Uh, shout out to the homie B. You can go check him out. He has a YouTube page. He has content on his page. Search for Puss and Boots Gaming. The S's are fives. He's got a new video up right now. Called Funny Gears Co-op Gameplay featuring It's Real 85, who I believe is the guy behind Nigga Turtles, I think. I think I got that right. Um, So, which I think has been taken down, but I think from a, a, like, YouTube standpoint, it's kind of like a legendary, legendary piece of content from YouTube. So, go and check that out. Support his page. uh, Like, subscribe, all of that. The Scary Game Guy. Shout out to B. Um... As always, I'm joined by my co-host. He is Mr. Award. Mr. Award, how you doing? What's good, 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 y'all? Award, <laughs> hit up imaward.com. That's the website. One central location on my social media. You can follow me all there. Check the battles. Check the old music. Check the interviews. Just anything you need to check out. I'm Award. I'm happy to be here. It's been nine and a half weeks, maybe more. Wow. Um. Wow. But it's good to be back. Shout out to Be Humble for letting us rock out. And like we just had a baby here, you know, nine like and a half just, weeks. We just birthed something with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, and shout out to the guests that we got in the building today. You know, we got one new guest. We got one that most people have left comments saying that don't invite him back. Um, mm. You remember those comments? Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, but you know, shout out to you know the homie Los in the building, the homie ninety seven in the building, two um, UFC gurus per se. Um and uh, fantasy football players as well. It's good to have yeah, them back. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, hey, Los, shout out where we can find you. Um, I'm retired, I guess. <laughs> You're a retired <laughs> blogger. Well, I'm, a, I'm a, I am a retired podcaster. <laughs> I'm, retired. I'm like on the bench right now. Somebody pick me up. Like if you if you need a good co-host for your podcast, hey man, holler at me, man. You can find me at the Low Factor eight one six on IG on Twitter. That's Carlos Taylor on. Facebook, man. Hey, pick me up, man. You know, sometimes I say funny stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Holla at me. Appreciate you. And shout out to my little bro in the building, newly to uh to living in Kansas City. Uh, made the commute. 97. If you ever hear me, shout out 97 for a battle. That's my little bro's uh, moniker. But, uh, Roy, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Appreciate it. 
By the way, I just realized you said nine and a half weeks, not nine and a half months. So no, we're not birthing anything. I just li- like literally thought about that. Like, uh, no, nah, that's that's a good that's co-host incorrect. just rides with it. You know what yeah, I mean? No, like, yeah, no, I appreciate you know, that. I appreciate so, that. So I just I try to make something out of nothing. You know? I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, Thank yeah, you yeah. very much. Thank no you, problem. problem. Keep it up the nothing theme that was at the beginning. Keep it up the yeah, nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. I like yeah, it. Yeah. I like this. This is this uh, oh, podcast yeah. is now officially titled something out of nothing. Yeah. All right, so normally if you listen to the show, we start off each show with me giving what I've learned for this week. Um, I've deba- I've gone back and forth about whether or not I want to discuss these things. I do have one thing that I've learned that I'm saving for the NFL segment. However, I will throw out one little piece of advice for our sports listening audience. And also for, you know, just a general entertainment lovers and all this stuff. When When a handle that does not have a blue check next to it on Twitter tweets out information... Um, you will be wise to take that with like the whole thing of Epsom salt. Like, don't take it with a grain, not a cube. Just take the whole thing of salt and just dump it out, right? Because they could either be spot on, they could be trolling, or they could just be just talking to to see the word show up on the screen. We talking to you, Mo. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. You did better than me. I was not going to reference this person by name and give them any more attention. You lost me ten dollars, Mo. Ah. Uh. Well, that's your bad. That's your bad. Um, so ten dollars, bro. Ten bucks. I mean, technically, I said Jalen Ramsey will end up with the Chiefs. Okay. On the word of some anonymous account he had never heard of before, <laughs> mind wow. you. If you think about that sentence, right? I mean, I don't have to pay until he retires. Uh, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> loopholes. Loop. No, I give it to the trade deadline. Okay, okay. And then, like I said, he'll end up with the Chiefs. Because of you, Mo, and because of you, Jesse Abbey. You know what? Jesse Abbey, Jesse Abbey has been a, a, a guest. He's been a guest on the show. Sent us the tweets and said he's been right about such and such, and he was right about such and such. And he was kind of right. He wasn't all the way on. He was kind of right. So I trusted it. I trusted the Twitter handle without the blue verified check. <laughs> Because at this point in my life, the ones I don't trust are the ones that have 19 numbers in them and say, just started in September of 2019, because that's the way my life's set up. And so let me shout out Jesse, because I get it. Jesse is a college football fan, and if you're a college football fan, like your life is built around message boards with random people posting information that more than likely, in some shape, form, or fashion, ends up being true. And so I get it. Unknown user posts about... Uh, Jalen Ramsey going to the Chiefs. You want to believe it's true because that's good news for the team. But listen, as a rule of thumb, and I what and I said, I said, man, I'm not trusting this guy. Like the first thing when he posted, I said, uh, I'm not rocking with dude. He's not Shefty. He's not Ian Rappaport. He's not Jason Lockenford. Like no, give me one of those guys saying I'm hearing, and then you got my attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just made for a good story. And then on what Saturday he tweeted out, all you Chiefs fans, gotcha. And um, I sent that to you, and I said, blocked. <laughs> You're out of here. I don't do fake news, buddy. You're out of here. Out of here. Literally, it almost was like an Andrew Luck scenario. Like, when I traded Andrew Luck, and six hours later, he got ruled out for the season. Yeah. That like, was I had crazy. just picked him up. Yeah. Just like, I just trade. made the bet, and it was like six hours later, he just posted a new tweet. <laughs> gotcha, Chiefs fans. Yeah. And it was really, yeah, yeah. No, I rock with that. That's a great thing that I learned this week, too. Yeah, yeah. So let hit us up. Go to at Brands and Bars on Facebook and Twitter. Let us know what you learned this week. Um, and at this part of the show, A-War, I'm going to turn it over to you. What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the undefeated 
Detroit Lions. <laughs> Technically true. Okay. Yeah. Undefeated. I just wanted to say that sentence because it's never been said on a podcast <laughs> in the last 12 years. And I feel like. It hasn't. <laughs> no, I'm definitely looking forward to the Detroit Lions and Kansas City Chiefs game uh, this coming weekend. Um, the uh, There have been quite a few people that I know that are from the area who have asked me to place bets who are betting on the Lions. And there have been quite a few bets that I'm trying to make up this $10, Mo, because there's no way the Lions are going to beat the Chiefs. I'm going to hold that thought for when we get to to that segment. When we get to that segment, we'll talk about – we're going to talk about Chiefs-Ravens. We'll talk about Chiefs-Lions. And uh, we'll we'll talk about the Chiefs in general. So I'm going to save my thoughts on that. But, uh, okay, interesting. Interesting. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And outside of that, man – I think we're going to talk about most of the things that I'm looking forward to. This is a very interesting time. I've seen some reports about the Miami Heat still trying to get Chris Paul. We might not touch on that, but I've seen some recent reports about that that I'm kind of looking forward to following. Um, and uh, I got a battle this weekend, um, which could possibly be said every week now these yeah, days. Yeah, so, yeah, A-War battles across America. I'm looking forward to writing for this battle this week. <laughs> So that'll be fun. circuit. <laughs> the chin <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm not on Rainbow Road, folks. <laughs> this is not a final, the final stages of level anything, bro. <laughs> this is. Leo, cool, cool, cool. So um, we appreciate that. You guys can hit us up again. What you're looking forward to at Brains and Bars on Facebook and Twitter. Um, so again, I'm just randomly. I, I need you guys to help me find like clean versions of music if you so if you so choose. I need I need songs. I went and found one for the first one. Um, I forget why. Oh, I know why I heard this. This was in, this song was played in Georgia's locker room after the game on Saturday, which we'll talk about a little bit. And guess who plays Georgia this week? Mm. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Next song. We're going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're going to get to this first track, man. This first joint is it's from called uh, Rocky Top. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, no. Unfortunately, no. Uh, it's called it's from Yo Gotti featuring Lil Baby. It's called Put a Date on It. You listen to hey. A1, A1, the homie, the Lost Factor. Homie 97, Roy Ward in the building. It's a black and white thing. Let's get it. Joe, yeah, Joe. Yeah. Set coming in and the money don't fall. Gotta put a stamp on it. Yeah, hit a plate. Scrape it off the plate. Hey, gotta put the camp on it. You know, talking that tough. Put a date on it. Everybody sitting at the table around here. Yeah, there's a lot of place on it. Running through the money and the keep calling. Hold up, she gon' have to wait on it. VVS diamond dripping on my t shirt. Reach for it, I'ma push your face on it. Rolls Royce truck on the way, cashed out for it. Still had to wait on it. Plug around, send a roll down, kind. Still had to pay for it. Pack coming in on iPhone. I'ma keep it third in my fault. I'ma buy a broken for my shoulder. Did me dirty, ran off on me. Took off. Plug did me dirty, took off on me. Lil' Hill just folded, got soft on me. I'm from the streets, you gotta pay with your life. I got away with the white, you just like your father, and he was a rat. Uh, so that mean he raising the mice. Yeah, I had to trap through the night. Yeah, I put that pack on the flight. Yeah, I shot on them the same night. Late in the bushes, a rainy night. I won't put them on no pedals to edibles. I'm trying to hit them the same night. I put two on the same flight. Cooked up 10 bricks in the same pot. I chop up the same glock. Too many you got the same watch. Why you compete with me? We are not playing with the same chick. It's murder, no murder for her. Alright, and you, that was uh, Yo Gotti put a date on the feature Lil Baby. I don't think I made the baby's verse, but that's alright. Listen to It's a Black and White Thing with A1, A Ward, the homie the Lost Factor, and Roy in the building. 
All right, so let's get into it. NCAA Week 3 just passed. Um, not a lot of high-profile matchups on the board. There was one that we'll get to in just a second. I want to I wanna take this time to allow the two Tennessee fans and the Tennessee-adjacent person in the room as well to um, just speak on your team. You know, Tennessee took on – that was – that, I mean, that's technically a high-profile matchup because it's between two teams from the SEC, same division, uh, historical matchup, rivalry. Hasn't been one as of late. But, I mean, I just want to let you guys – I'm going to give you guys about maybe five to seven minutes just to talk about the state of your program. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, God, Lord, we just come to you. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. God, Lord, we just ask that your hand would just be upon this program, God, for um, you bring us out of the miry clay, Lord. And currently, we are freaking trash right now, everyone. It is terrible, bro. Like, it is like, let me put it to you this way, man. Shout out, Loso. Yes, shout out to my homie, Loso. Let me put it to you this way. Roy, he can back me up on this. There have been bad years in Tennessee football in the last 15 years, right? Quite a few I would consider bad, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking like, you know, five and seven years, you know, like that by our standards are bad years, right? This year is one of those years where you're like, are we going to score? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> When you look at our schedule, there's no joke here. And you it's look at our joke. quarterback. There's no joke here. No joke. And you Stop look laughing. at our in-game coaching. I have to ask myself, are we going to even score? Now, the only silver lining in all of this, and it's not even silver lining, is that the Miami Dolphins are terrible. Like they are like worse to the NFL than Tennessee is the SEC. So 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 we're not that bad. But at this point, and and me and Roy was we watched the first quarter. Man, and Roy, yeah, he said I'm gonna go upstairs and play video games. I'll holler at you later. You know, like that's that's, I, I we we don't even want to watch it. Like I, I could catch the highlights. Like the highlight. I, <laughs> that was number one. I could catch the highlight. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if they show the field goal. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Samaglia. Seven for seven on field goals this year. Crazy leg. Somebody's doing his job on the Tennessee team. Um, but yeah, bro, like uh it's just a very depressing, a very porous time. And I'll put it to you this way. I went to church Sunday. Uh I went to uh my fiance's grandpa's church. And the the, the pastor of that church is from Birmingham, Alabama. And he is a diehard Alabama fan. And he's a nice guy. Southern Baptist preaches hellfire and brimstone. Sunday I got saved all over again. You know, just a heads up. <laughs> Recommitted my life, you know. <laughs> but, like, I talked to him afterwards, and he said, you know, I'm pretty sure Philip Fulmer hired an Alabama defensive coordinator because he knows how easy it is for that fan base to turn on an Alabama person so that Philip Fulmer can come in and take his job to finish come on, the season. Phil. And he might be right. He might be right. Philip Fulmer is a nice man. Well, okay. I shouldn't say a nice man. 
uh, because he did steal Johnny Major's job after Johnny Major's. But and he, he did steal the athletic director's <laughs> job that he currently has after the athletic director went freaking dolo on a mission with Barry Ciroc. Wait, went dolo on a mission <laughs> to um, to uh, California or Washington to go hire Mike Leach. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, man. PTSD wow. has got me in different stories. <laughs> But when Dolo... Get to your South Point. I mean, your point. Get to your point. Philip Fulmer has a history of taking people's jobs from them. And winning championships. One. Ship. Well, SEC championships, two. Let's go. Yeah. And a national championship. So, shout out to Phil Fulmer for that. I'm sorry. I I just... I'm blanking. I can see his face. What's the coach's name again? Jeremy Pruitt. All right. Jeremy Pruitt. Here's what you need to do. You need to look Phil Fulmer in his face and say, Philip, no swiping. Yeah, <laughs> Philip, no swiping. Like, just pretend this is an episode of Dora to Explore, and just look at him in the face and say, "Philip, no swiping." But anyway, um, Roy, anything you would like to add to this? Jawan Jennings, that's it. The goat. We got one dog on our team, and he is a Juwan dog's dog. Jennings. We have one dog. Yeah, I do enjoy. He's a junior, right? Yes. Oh yeah, so he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, he's out of here. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. As he probably should be. Now, I don't blame him. I like the recruiting class. I like the freshmen that we got. I like the freshmen that we got coming in. At this point, Butch Jones was a better in-game football coach than Jeremy Pruitt. And that's saying a lot, right? He went winless in the SEC, though. Yes. It's unforgivable. Unforgivable. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like, Jeremy Pruitt is was never a head football coach, and he is a defensive coordinator. And that's that's kind of where his, his ceiling is, you know? And um, so I, I don't know what's going to happen throughout the rest of this year. There's, I think at this point there's no way we make a bowl game. Mississippi State lost to K-State. I don't know if it's possible to go ahead and, and beat Mississippi State. Outside of that, we got Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Missouri, and we got a game against – They're all like, toss-ups. Yeah, we have about five toss-ups left, so we could possibly get six wins. Um, but – I mean, last year we had some crazy wins, like beating Auburn and beating Kentucky. That was really good, but we just aren't aren't poised to have those kind of wins this year. I don't see it yet, bro. We Georgia were supposed State. to win the first two. Georgia State lost to Western Michigan fifty-one to ten last week. I mean, no, two weeks ago, Western Michigan lost to Syracuse by twenty this week. Styles make fights. Syracuse lost to Clemson. My, <laughs> I mean, I mean, all right, all right, all right, all right. You're the transitive property. The transitive property. So let's speak. Let's stay in the ACC or SEC. Mm-hmm. I got a question: Is it still Bama and Clemson versus the rest of the field? Are we still looking at those two teams? There's a dark for, horse for the for the chip. No, 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 no. And the reason is because Auburn and LSU are just as good as Cold. Alabama right now. Right now, their coaching is not as good as Alabama. So Alabama can still pull out those wins because they have Nick Saban. But I have not been impressed with Alabama's defense. And I have seen, you know, a little bit more of, like, Tua airing it out. And that just doesn't seem to be championship football for Alabama. It's Tua airing it out. I mean, look, uh, Ruggs, uh, Waddle, Judy. Judy. <laughs> Those are monsters. Those <laughs> are monsters. They got three of them things. Man, three of them. <laughs> and then you got, you know, uh, Najee Harris just hurdling people, stiff-arming them on his way to the end zone as, I mean, as if it's just some kind of drill. Uh, so, I mean, I get it. I get it. But when you have those wide receivers and they got a kid, I don't know that the, the freshman they got, it's like number, you see the 25, I think, or 24 for Bama, mm. five-star running back. 
listen, when Najee Harris is gone, he's going to be a problem. This is how good Alabama is. The number one recruit in the nation, and their number one recruit from last year that was a freshman this year, has left the team and quit. Nobody cares. Who? He's a defensive tackle. He went – he changed school. He went so- – no, 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 no. That's the kid. I thought, okay, it's some kid that just passed schools. away, and apparently sent him into like a, a spiral of a of a downfall, and like he literally quit the team. Five stars, top. I think he was top number four player in two four seven sports, and like number one in ESP three hundred or something like that. Wow. And nobody, nobody talks about it. nobody. It's it's not even because they have seven of those guys. You want to hear a crazier story? Amari, I think it's Amari Rogers, wide receiver for Clemson, tore his ACL in March. Let's not talk about him. He was supposed to go to Tennessee too. March of this year, he's playing football. I watched him in not this past week, but two weeks ago, take like a swing pass and go eighty yards. It's against tore his ACL in March, and he's playing football right now. Running full, running eighty yard touchdowns. Is Amari Rogers T. Martin's son, or is that T. Higgins? One of them March is T. Of Martin. This year? March of this year tore his ACL. Yeah, no. I think it's T. Martin's son. Listen, listen, listen. So I, I listened to the story. I listened to the guy tell the story. He was like, okay, he tore he tore his ACL March. Said he had surgery late March, early April. It's like Terrell Owens in the Super Bowl, <laughs> bro. They said so. First, Clemson was like, okay, we think he might be back. We make the playoff. He he might be back for the yeah, playoff. We make it to the championship game. He go and then they, then the timeline changed. He said, oh uh, well, he might be back like maybe ACC championship. Then they said, well, he might be back middle of the season. And they said, well, he might be back like maybe October, second week of the season. Like, and I and I and again, I just saw the dude like he is super fast. He took a swing. Like I said, he took like a little screen, and it was that was it. Gone. One one made one guy miss, and it was <laughs> over. Like four three. And they got Justin Ross. And they got a dude, they do got a dude named Higgins on their T. squad. Higgins, yeah, yeah. Like it. T. Higgins played for Oak Ridge, 15 minutes from Knoxville. Amari Rogers is T. Martin's son, and Trevor Lawrence was told by Butch Jones that he didn't fit the scheme. No, did you see this guy run? Like he fits any scheme. It's called no, no, fast. No. <laughs> That's all you need. Listen, get a get a wide receiver, get a bubble screen, get two blocks, make one guy miss. Ball game. That's it. Like I just I watched and, I, and not knowing that about him and seeing how fast and how fluid and how quick he was. And knowing that, like, what, six months ago, like, dude was, like, in a hospital bed, recovering, walking on crutches, maybe, and he is. So, uh, so to your question, yes, it, yes, technically it's still Alabama and Clemson against the world. And I think it goes back to the mental mindset of winning championships. I think, you know, like, I think that um, I look at it from a standpoint of, like, there is just a, a – it's almost like a handicap, like when you're playing Alabama and Clemson, you know? Mm-hmm. Dabo Sweeney, Nick Saban, you know, it's just kind of like playing New England Patriots in the playoffs, you know? Um, and so I think it is, but I think that teams like Auburn, LSU, and um, who else is top kind of s- – I mean, Ohio State? Ohio State? Ohio State. Justin Fields looks great. My goodness. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and that's really it. I mean, you can – I know you don't believe in Georgia – yeah, Georgia always loses a game they shouldn't lose, you know. And this like, is true. And this is true. It's just it's just a Georgia thing to do. So let's since you brought that up, let's make this segue since we're here. No, spend the rest of the segment talking about my favorite team. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame goes into Georgia, goes into Athens. I wish I could have been there. Atmosphere was crazy. 
Uh, they said largest crowd ever to watch a game in Sanford Stadium. They had a crazy light show to start the fourth quarter. Um, they pulled out cell phones, all this kind of stuff, you know. Um, the atmosphere was overwhelming, too much for Notre Dame. They had, like, I think four or five false start penalties, delayed games. Um, a fourth down was ruined because they couldn't get the, the snap down right. Um, but still a, an interesting game. I don't know if I'll call it a good game. I know people were saying it's a good game. It was okay. Um, I don't believe in moral victories. I said this to Roy, though, at halftime when Notre Dame was up 13-10. to 10. Um, I said, listen, I don't believe in moral victories, but I thought they were going to lose by 20 minimum so the fact that at halftime it was a gain i was like this is a win <laughs> this is a win um and then the third quarter started and then you start to see them start to wear down they started to miss tackles the offense basically died from the third quarter all the way to about maybe the seven minute mark of the fourth quarter when they had to get this do or die drive to even get it within a, a touchdown score or have a chance to even win the game and you know to their credit they got close. They drove. I think they got into Georgia territory just past midfield. You know, desperation heave because, you know, pressure. It was a good game, though. It was. I mean, it was cool. It was cool. I mean, it should have been pass interference. But I don't think so. I, don't, I looked at it again. I didn't like – I didn't think it was pass interference, bro. It was. It was. He pulled him back. But, again, I didn't – like, I wasn't, like, tripping because they had been letting them play all game. Notre Dame had gotten away with now, a couple think, of ticky tackles. I think Roy said low-key. Low-key pass interference? Call. Loso. Loso said low-key. I said high-key. You high said high-key. I agree with Loso's low-key. I didn't agree with your high-key. Because he pulls him back. Now, again, I wasn't mad about it because, again, Notre Dame had kind of been in those little ticky-tack, and they yeah. let him play. They let him be physical like that. Mm-hmm. So it was like, eh, you know, hey, you win some, you lose some. Um, for me, I guess I'm glad that Notre Dame didn't get blown out like because I, I'm sick of them almost beating top 10 teams on the road. Because this happened with Clemson, this happened with Florida State, this has happened with Stanford, this has happened with Georgia. Um, I don't think it's happened with USC, hasn't been good in a while. But I want to see them actually win some of these games. And for me, I get it. Tennessee, you want them to be on top, win national championships. I want them to be competitive right now. But yes, the standard for us is SEC championships and national recognition, yes. And so for me as a Notre Dame fan, I'll take the national recognition, which as long as they're good, even when they're bad, like Notre Dame is still Notre Dame. Like, mm-hmm. again, everywhere we go, new attendance record, new attendance record, new attendance record. I think Georgia said they they said Georgia built in a, an additional 500 seats just for this game. Um, the so, game was packed. And it's packed. It you looked know? great on TV. It the did look great on TV. Cold. You know, I want Notre Dame fans to have a little bit more pride because, like, when Georgia came to, to South Bend, like half the stadium was filled with red. Um, so I want that to stop happening. But, you know, if Notre Dame can give me nine wins, nine wins, ten wins with the bowl game a year, make a run to the playoff every five or seven years, like, as a fan, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. Um, I can't ask for more than that because with the academic restrictions, um, they're not – plus with their location, they're never going to attract, you know, a defensive tackle who has, uh, you know, a serious issue and leaves school and no one cares. Right. Like, if that happens at Notre Dame, it is like – message board meltdown right right if that happens at notre dame whereas some of these other schools it doesn't really matter so you know um as far as the rest of this season for notre dame if they could i hate the term good loss but if they can somehow run the table they got a tough matchup this week uh virginia virginia 4-0 yeah virginia yeah they're coming along and last time they played virginia they almost lost that game um deshaun kaiser deshaun kaiser era took off 
that day um, because he hit Will Fuller for a touchdown with like 30 seconds left. I'll say this much. I think that that game was more about Notre Dame not quite being there than it was Georgia putting their foot down and showing they deserve to be a top five ball team. I could agree to that. I could agree to that. And no, first half spoke to that. Yeah. And LSU will beat Bama this year. I'm calling it. Is it at LSU? Ooh, good question. Yeah. Um, Depending on where it's at, if it's at LSU. I think it's at Bama. Death Valley. Ooh, I don't know. I think it's at Bama. I don't know. LSU likes to choke. They do too. <laughs> LSU does too. That's my Ed Ordering. <laughs> my the defensive coordinator on Waterboy. <laughs> and then Ed Ordering have the same voice. Yeah, they do. It is at Bama. Oh. That's a it tough is. that's a tough road win. And I think Bama has a bye. In between that, if they got a buy with the week before, it's a no go. Well, if they're LSU. if they're playing Tennessee right before, that's a buy as well. So they got two buys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one more, and they're being in sync with everything. So Bama's next Bars. three are at Bars. the games. <laughs> the games leading up to that, they got Mississippi, A and M, Tennessee, Arkansas, then LSU. Oh, Arkansas yeah. is that's a buy trash. too. <laughs> who who did it? No, San, San Jose, Jose State. State. San Arkansas Jose State. is looking rough. <laughs> They look worse than Tennessee, maybe. I don't know. Oh, no, maybe not. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm still going to pull for the upset. LSU is going to shock the world. They're going to beat Bama in Bama. And then they're going to end up in the national championship playing each other again. After one of them didn't go to the SEC championship game. Oh, man, that's r- I don't know. I, I actually think if LSU beats Bama and Bama does not play in the SEC title game, it would take a total collapse. So you're going to need the Pac- Pac-12's out, but you're going to need <laughs> ACC. You're going to need Ohio State to fall. You're going to need uh, Clemson to lose to, like, you don't think it Boston could be College. Ohio State, Clemson, LSU, and Bama? No. Because, again, I think if Notre Dame goes 11-1, and they're in. Especially over if, Bama, because Notre Dame doesn't play a championship game either. But if Bama's not there, but if Bama, if oh, Notre Dame loses to Georgia, so let's Bama it, loses to LSU. Let's put it to you like this: If it's LSU and Georgia in the SEC title game, and Georgia wins, and Notre Dame is eleven and one, oh, yeah, no, that's a wrap. Uh, Notre Dame's getting in. If they're eleven and oh, one, oh yes, yes, I agree with that. Well, I well I take I take that back. But if Georgia but LSU wins, they not, would be in the SEC championship. So yeah, if Georgia, so if Georgia wins the SEC and you got Clemson. That's your two. Oh no 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 yeah we're we're all off then because yeah, I don't LSU got Georgia not winning the SEC. Georgia anyway. That's what I'm saying. Well, I Georgia's have coming LSU out. You winning the SEC, but Georgia's coming out the East though. Right. But I'm saying if Georgia beats, let's just say in a hypothetical uh, SEC Florida title could end game, up in the East. Heck no, Florida's no, Florida. not good enough. Florida. Florida's not good enough. That I mean no, their quarterback play is not good enough. No 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 no. no. I trust Jake Fromm more than I trust. I can't even think of the young man. Trask. 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 Wow. He caught. For let the record state, Loso, that I said Trask. And Ward said trash. He is trash. So, you know. That's I don't, how terrible Tennessee is. Wow. I digress. But anyway, man, let y'all know, let us know what y'all think, man. Who do y'all think is going to represent the college football playoff? Is Georgia for real? Do you b- agree with the Ward with the Ward boys that they are trash and not good? Um, no, 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 no. I never said Georgia was trash. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Bullfrauds. They're just frauds. They're just not as good. They're as not they. as good as they seem. And I can agree to some of that. I can agree to some of that. But we'll see what happens. Um, I need a song. Y'all got a song? Yeah. Um, play, um, uh, Alexa, play, <laughs> um, Benny the Butcher. Dre Sr., Crazy, featuring Sauce Remix. Sauce Remix. That's okay. a, All right. that's a track. It. 
All right, so shout out to the homie Dre. Um, this next joint, I guess it's kind of, I don't want to say it's dedicated to you, but he called your name out. Anyway, this is Dre Sr. featuring Sauce Remix. Oh, wait, I got, oh, sorry, I thought that said the remix. Oh, you got the clean version? Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is Dre Sr. Sauce Remix. Uh, crazy from the maturation. Listen, it's a black and white thing. A1, A War, the homie Lowe's. I counted the cost to follow the boss. It's yeah. been a lot of times that I've got the shoulder that's frosted. Yes. Been a lot of guys saying I'm out of my mind and I'm lost. Because since I came to the cross, they feel like I'm double crossed. Yes, when I speak on the Savior, that's seated high and lofty. They just give me stupid looks like the cast of the outfit. Oh, when I speak on the standards and how that aim is outfit. Yeah. That's when they get defensive like I'm playing outfit. On the fact that he was beaten black and blue yes, Took the lashes on his back and took the valor rip back and choose yes, When I reflect on these acts, I have been known to act a fool yes, So if I'm crazy, go and lock me in that padded room I just can't sleep from the goddess of this magnitude Even if it means I'm having to deal with some other people's attitudes Dre Senior featuring Sauce Remix, crazy from his album The Maturation, um, close to a Kansas City classic. I don't know if it's a if it's a classic classic album, but we'll de- we'll save that debate for another time, another place. All right, so we have um, two gentlemen in here who are avid UFC watchers. Um, that would not be A Ward and A One. That would be Los and I'm just gonna call you 97 because we we do nicknames here. Los Factor 97, and um, we got a couple events coming up here pretty soon. Um, I think Ooh, one man. of the the I don't so you guys have to hit me. The next big event really is in November, right? Man, November second is gonna be a crazy day. It's gonna be a crazy one. A lot of matches on that card. <laughs> man, I, <clears throat> shout out to my boy Diaz. Um, Shoot. For the record, for the record, Masvidal versus Diaz going down November second on UFC. All right, go continue, continue. Uh, hold on one second. Just before you guys get started, um, A War versus Rachel is going down <laughs> November second, <laughs> and that's gonna be a crazy one too. That's the classic I was so talking can, about. So yeah, uh, Diaz. I, I can only make one. Mas- so. <laughs> <laughs> I can only make one. So, so I need y'all prediction on both. <laughs> First for Rachel, early first. Wow. <laughs> Submission. <laughs> Easy. A Ward's never <laughs> seen championship rounds. <laughs> arm bar. <laughs> the classic arm bar, too. <laughs> but, uh, man, I'm going to tell you this. The thing I like about this fight is that it's purely for 
us. Oh man, it's 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 a fight that's for the fans. Dana White, which I have a strong dislike for. I don't say hate, but it's like right, like the next level. It's like hate, so I'm gonna go one one down. Man. I have a strong dislike for Dana White, and he finally got something right. Yeah, we wanted to see this, and he made it happen. And they had to have a belt for it. They had they to. They had to. This sets a precedent because <clears throat> now whoever wins this, they're gonna they're gonna catch hands with somebody else. Somebody's yeah. gonna step up to the plate. I got Diaz winning. I have Diaz winning as well. But I, uh, that's no diss to Masvidal. It's no diss to him because I'm gonna tell you this. It's gonna be a war. You have to beat Diaz, and Diaz has a way of beating people that's more skilled than him. Absolutely, and, Michael and Johnson. It's crazy because if like you look at Conor McGregor, all the skill in the world, he's efficient. He he's a he's a great striker. He's a great counter puncher, and Diaz is a puncher. And so you would think it would be like easy for uh for McGregor. Diaz won that fight and they cheated him out the second win. I mean, which is a clear they clearly like. And I'm not just saying that as a Diaz fan. If you any real UFC uh, person that watched that fight knows that Diaz won. That Diaz fight. won the fight. Yes. And yeah. then McGregor won whatever that second one was. <laughs> that, that was the <laughs> because the first one was a fight. Yeah, the first one. That uh, anyway, but like I said, so D, so it's Diaz until somebody beats him. I that's mean, how I feel in every single fight. It's Diaz until somebody beats him. Masvidal, though, he's got like the sickest game plan when it comes to a fighter in the UFC. He yeah. will break you down and figure out how to beat you in five mm. seconds. Yeah. And then you're going to catch a knee upside your head and be... Starched and and and, and like and there's two veterans. I mean, they both been around for a long time. They 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 fought a lot of fights, and so I'm I'm happy to see it. I'm happy for Dana White finally doing something that he should should have done. Uh, like he he's giving the fans something they want, and that that's good. And shout out to Diaz for promoting it. Like you know, after that last fight, and shout out for Diaz for promoting it. Oh yeah, I, I he like had it. a he had a really good win over uh, Showtime. <clears throat> Yeah, and that's another cold fighter. Like, you can't ever count him out. You can't, man. It's like sometimes I hate to see Diaz beat people that's like kind of coming up, like still, because I, you know, Diaz is gonna fight this year. Might he might take two or three years off. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of the only kind of downside for Diaz winning, because you know, once he gets that win, he's probably gonna sit on it. But you said this is for a belt, right? Well, this is for it's like it's like it's like the people's belt. It's, it's not for like the, a, the baddest mf'er belt. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah, so they're making a belt for it. So um, if so. so, let's let's start here because you both have picked Diaz to win. If Diaz were to win, who would be his logically? Who would be the next opponent for him to face? It's probably Justin Gaethje. He's a slugger. I mean, and he just beat Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah, and he wants wreck. Can I, just, all he wants. can I just take a side note and say how disappointed I am in Cowboy Cerrone? It's so frustrating for for him being he's always been on the, the cusp. new age Clay Guida. He's the man. New don't age disrespect Clay my Guida. dude Cowboy like this. And, 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 <laughs> you know what? I'm saying, and the reason I say this because first of all, Clay Guida is a was a great fighter, phenomenal. He just could not. 
He like he could he, like he was a gatekeeper. He turned into a punching bag. Yeah, and then so right now I feel like Cowboy has turned into a gatekeeper. And he's just going to be the guy that, oh, you be Cowboy? Oh, you, you might be ready for something now. So like, It's that's unfortunately true yeah. in a sense. <laughs> I just I hate how Cowboy has always been on the verge of yeah. championship greatness. He got overlooked for a championship for like a year. For though. a while. Yeah, he got overlooked for like a year. Did, did he change weight classes? A couple times. Yeah, so he got overlooked. He went on another weight class and tried to change. He lost to, like, oh, he lost. I forgot who he lost to. But then he went on a little run, but he just never got that push to, like, I don't know. I don't know if him and Dana White, if Dana White really don't is not feeling you, he's not really going to push yeah. for you. So shout I don't out Tyron Woodley. Huh? I said shout out Tyron Woodley. Ty, listen, Tyron Woodley and Dana White, they they just couldn't get along. And I still to this day am mad that John Finch got kicked, got excommunicated after UFC just because him and Dana White couldn't get along. Because John Finch was beating everybody. He lost one fight to Johnny Hendricks, and then you never heard from John Finch again. He like he got kicked out the league. And now nobody knows who Johnny Hendricks is either. I <laughs> nobody knows these guys anymore. <laughs> Nobody knows. All right, so I, I had you guys come up with a with a, a logical next opponent for Diaz. Let's just say Masvidal gets the win. Who would be his next opponent to face if he wins? Like, I, I to me, I I'm not really sure. If, to me, because it's like it's not like this win. Like they're not title. Like this is not. This fight to me doesn't push anybody for like a title shop contender or like anything like that. This is just a fight people want to see, and it, I think it's just a call out fight. Yeah. Somebody somebody's gonna call out the winner, and if it makes sense, they'll get it. Now I've seen. I just saw today Masvidal said that Usman's fighting style is trash. Yeah, would that be a fight that made sense if he won? Uh, it would be, I mean, Usman could just, it would be a great cleanup fight. Usman clean him up and just run about his day. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I mean, Usman could just clean him up and then just go about whatever he was doing. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, if you want to call it that, I don't know. But like I said, people, it's like, that's what you have to, you have to sell yourself. In the UFC, especially, you have to sell yourself. And if the fans catch wind of it, if like if they like if they catch wind of it, then you get Dana's White's Dana White's ear. But if the fans don't catch ear of it, and it kind of like goes like whatever, which a lot of people are like right. Usman, whatever. You're not gonna be Usman. So I don't know if it's gonna like get the spark. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of politics in the UFC. Just like a lot anything. of politics. Definitely. I mean, we saw what's his name. Um, Anthony Lewis, what's his name? Anthony Johnson. Johnson. Wait, who's the big heavyweight guy that just went nuts in his post game oh, interview? Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. Yeah, yeah, but he got yeah. a shot, right? He got a title shot because of his post game interview. No, I mean, because Twitter he was going like nuts. three times in four months and won. Yeah, but Twitter was going crazy after his little like. <laughs> I rant. mean, and and that and, and that had it sold the next fight. That, that he just got smoked in. Yeah, that's that's ninety percent reason why that percent like the reason why he got that fight was because of that post game interview, and just just how. I knew it was going to happen. I'm sure you knew it was going to happen. <laughs> that he was going to be cleaned trash. up. 
and he got cleaned up. And hey, like I said, going about your day. I'm going to go ahead and clean you up, and I'm going to go about my day. And that's what happened. So, any chance that McGregor, if Masvidal wins, and he says, McGregor, what's up? Any chance that McGregor can stop selling his moonshine? I mean, McGregor said it wouldn't happen. McGregor said, Masvidal, he's not fighting Masvidal. Masvidal said, McGregor said he's not fighting me, it's not happening. It doesn't, it makes no sense to fight each other. Like, it, it just makes no sense. Where does Khabib come into all of this? Number one pound for pound? The GOAT? That's but, like, does he not, is this is this two totally different weight classes and it's no, not possible it's, it's for Khabib actually to the fight weight either of these guys? I mean, like, or are like, these guys <clears throat> smart? And neither of them would ever say Khabib's it's, name. It's, 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 it's one of those things that they're just not on the type. Like they're not in contention to fight Khabib. Now nah, you're cutting a few people. Yeah, so you're so you're cutting line. so many people yeah. out, and like they're it's just levels to it, and so they have to go through the. They're like they're like the third wave of fighters. So they have to get to the second wave. So how are they getting a get, belt? But see, it's, but it's not the a thing. real belt. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's like a think of this as a glorified pickup game. That if it's it's like a Kansas versus Missouri, and you made a belt for it. Like the, hard like the hardcore fight. championship. It's kind of like Cortland like Finnegan and Andre Johnson. I, would I don't know about that. <laughs> I think my I mean, hard, I think my hardcore championship was a better analogy. The hardcore championship, I can't, I, yeah, I can't probably. Hard, I mean, I feel right. like Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal are both probably top ten lightweights. Oh, okay, all right, but okay, that makes, puts a little more when you talk there. about it's like Notre Dame Habib, and Georgia. Okay, Habib has to see Tony Ferguson. Oh, yes. that's the fight that has to happen. Yeah, then potentially and you can ne- like you you could never give uh, somebody a shot like that. Over Tony Ferguson no, and nor the UFC fans be okay with it. A McGregor rematch or Justin Gaethje. I mean, there's several people that are in line okay, ahead of them. That makes a lot and, and, and that's why nobody's taking it. Like you know, who calls out McGregor? You're not fighting each other. It's over. Yeah, McGregor's coming back though. McGregor, listen. Here, the I'll if it wasn't for Diaz and all that stuff and my boy Aldo, I would like McGregor. But he's a great fighter. The dude is a very skilled fighter, but he just he just has some run-ins with my people. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you mess with my uh, people. Hey, I'm right there. You know, like, you know, I mean, he's he made short work of Dennis Seaver, who was one of my favorites forever. <clears throat> yeah. So I and he always, beat Porter. He did. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I always I always discredited Conor McGregor because I felt like his wins were no good, like, yeah. and his rise was just. It was created. It was manufactured it, it was by very, Dana. Yeah, it was very created. It's like I mean, like how he did uh Ronda Rousey. See what happened to that. <laughs> so yeah, caught that shit upside her head. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> light work. Speaking light work. of someone who got who got caught upside the head, uh, Daniel Cormier. Okay. Oh, I thought you were talking about BJ Penn in the parking lot. <laughs> no, oh goodness. Hey, bro, we don't talk Career about that. We don't talk about that. But um, Daniel Cormier yeah. um, says he wants to fight one last time. Uh huh. And forgive me because I'm going to butcher this man's name, but is it Miocic? Darko Miocic. Anyway. Stipe Miocic. Yeah, Miocic. Okay, I, I was pretty close then. Yeah. And this would be the third time they fight. This would yeah. be a, the, the, be the trilogy. trilogy. Yeah. Um, he got it. he got he got worked a little bit in that last fight. He did, but I mean, I think he arguably worked Stipe in the first one. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. The first one, dude got he got caught, like 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 he got caught. 
And then the second uh, Cromier, he um, I don't know. It's like he was the fight was his. The he fight just was would his. not lift his hands up. He just he just was. What, what happened to him is that when you when you with a, like a like a champion like that and a skilled fighter, if they're not winning, they either just fall behind and just take there and beat it, or they do something and try something new. What he started doing was body shots. If you start seeing those body shots, he started doing. And once he and like he did like he did like two of them, and he saw how they was affecting them, that set up everything else for the top, everything else. And so I I, I gotta give it to him. Like he didn't like that wasn't lucky. Anything he did, he set that fight up with those body shots, and then he went to work. No, yeah, Stipe definitely. I mean, he he won that fight. Yeah, yeah. He did what it took, and I mean, DC, my dude, he's one of my favorite fighters, but yeah, yeah, he got slept. I mean, he did, and like I said, he he lost that fight, and and like I said, dude, hey, he found a way to win. I like it. Part three, I'm not really interested in seeing. I'm, I'm like, I can be honest. I mean, I'm I'm cool with it, like because DC's going to retire anyway. The first so two it's were like, good though. The first two were good fights. Yeah. Why not have the trilogy go out? You know. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I said, but I do I do like DC, and um, I'm glad that he's never going to fight John Jones again. Thank goodness. I'm glad about that. Shouldn't even speak that man's name. I will if if he fights, uh, if 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 he fights him again, I will. I want him to win the championship and retire. But if he doesn't win, I think it's kind of a waste to go back and fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's no reason to fight John. There's no reason to fight John Jones. Yeah, you lost lost both of them. No, no, not John. You're talking about Steve. Me, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my fault, my fault, my fault. No, fair enough. No, he should never. John Jones does not deserve to step into a ring with DC. Like, he doesn't deserve it. Be disrespectful. Yeah, like, he doesn't deserve it. And I would kind of, I would honestly lose a little respect for DC if he fought him. I don't know, because, I mean, I feel like that's such a thing that he had to get over for him to be able to step in the ring a third time and put his physical well-being yeah. on the line. I mean, he's going to lose. I can see it. He's he's going to lose. I mean, you're though. probably right. I'm I'm 100% I mean, John right. John Jones he's is a freak of nature. But I mean, like, but he can't like if he if he fights John Jones a thousand times, his only prayer is a no contest. Ooh. Like that's his only prayer. I don't know about that. He cannot beat this. Like I'm, I'm telling you, listen. First of all, it's a lot of it is mental. And you have the physical skill level. So I'm telling you, that's his only person, no contest. I mean, I, I mean, shout out to them because they produce one of my favorite trash talking segments um, I've ever seen. Uh, I cannot air this uh, on, on on the show because it's not family friendly. But just go look up uh, those, those two trash talking and you'll find it on ESPN um, during a commercial break. Um, but yeah. Hey, hi, hey, kitty cat, how you doing? I just, I, I'll, I'll put it to you like that. <laughs> you are so fake, John. You are so fake. Anyway, um, but yeah, but shout out to them, man. Um, and I it, let us know what you think about that. Should DC fight fight Stipe one more time? Let us know about Masvidal versus Diaz. Who you got? Um, who should be their next opponents? 
Um, and I would like to thank you guys because I I know a lot about sports. I know nothing about UFC. Me so either. you guys basically carried that whole 15-minute segment, and I just kind of threw some questions in there just to keep the conversation going. So the lowest factor, 97, I do appreciate you guys thank being you, our you. UFC correspondents, breaking all that down for us here. Now I need another song. Does anybody got another song? Anybody, anybody? Um, If you choose a song, I need to find a clean version. Oh, okay. <laughs> that took out like 80% of my songs. Uh, let me see. I, don't th- I can't think of a song. I got one. I got one. I'm just going to. I just went through songs and it was like related songs. So um, this is also going to feature Dre Senior. But shout out to uh, Pastor 83. This song is called Pat Bagum. Sorry, I'm going to say Pagum. Hold on, hold on. This doesn't just feature Dre Senior. It does. It, it doesn't just feature Dre Senior. There's some other people on the song. You feature on this song. I am featured on this song. You won't be able to hear my verse, no, no, so I'm no, not no. going to let it get that far. Let's just play your verse. Uh, Hold on. I got to see if I can find it Who first. had the first verse? I don't think I like Dre Senior's verse on this one. Um, 83 has the first verse. It's eight, yeah, eighty three. Yeah, I think eighty three. Everybody, yeah, eighty three. Then Dre, yeah. then me, yeah. Hook, then Sauce. Sauce's verse on here is crazy. Yeah, Sauce, Sauce does have a good verse, but it's eighty three. Sauce, you, Dre Senior. All right, so let me see if I can find my verse on here. Let me see if I can find. But it. I really, was, I, I really respect verse. you two like dumb. Hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, <laughs> hey, I don't think everybody caught that. Don That's DeMarco. hilarious. <laughs> I heard what you said. He probably can't say it again. It might have went over your head okay. anyway. <laughs> Sounds good. Hold on, man. I got to vamp. Y'all vamp for a second. I, I have to take this off the dongle. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Oh, wait. I come here. No, it's me, then Dre. Okay. All right. Hold on, hold on. Maybe it's your verse I didn't like. Oh, wow. That's rough. Settle. That's rough. This is my verse. Bag him. If I can get it, dog a land. Always talking reckless. It's about time that he finally gets dealt with. The scene of the buddy at the map got me yelling, Red Run, Red Run on the track. But before he passed, you just laughed. Said in the morning he would be right back. Lord, have mercy on me. For you, I want to NIVE, BEVIL, and me. Cause everything that it can, I make sure there won't be. Yo, every day I gotta kill my will. So I guess you can say that I gotta kill Bill. A1 and LP, and Los y'all gotta die. This war to live holy got me on my jihad. Death to the infidel. Who turns away God's gracious to please sell? My flesh tries to play me as if it means well, but good intentions are the payment that leads to hell. Uh, God's grace is sufficient to every Christian who bows their head in submission to kill the sin by the Spirit. Yes! Till I die, I'ma go hard. Till the day that I go home. Like I'm some duty, man, I'm on guard. For my flesh when it tries to roam. To every saint who's been fashioned and made in the pattern. I'm the second Adam. Die to your passions. Run to your master and raise with the Christ is a life everlasting. Let me back. Adam. Let me get up in my arm and get ready. Get All right, that was... That was me. That was uh, 83's Bagum from his... Uh, this was a classic. Like, there is no debate in that. No Pain, No Love is definitely KC. Christian hip-hop classic. Bagum was featuring me, Dre Senior, Sauce Remix. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate that. All right. I forgot to talk about Tim Tebow in the, football, in the college football section. We may or may not get to that. So, um, let's get to this next subject. NFL Week 3 just passed, or it's concluding now. Okay, Monday Night Football is uh, is on the way. 
Cowboys. Um, I feel very good about my picks too. So in a group, I posted my three picks for the Super Bowl favorites from each conference. I chose Ravens, Patriots, Chiefs in the AFC. I chose uh, Saints. No, I chose Cowboys, Philly, and I think I might have Philly. Yeah, you know, yeah. I they I believe that. That for Eagles? Yeah, the Eagles. I said the Cowboys first, and I think I might have said either Saints or Seahawks. Man, y'all are no, Rams. Gassing Carson Wentz, man. Rams. I'm like, not gassing y'all Carson y'all Wentz. Y'all gas Carson Wentz. You put gas in the car, son. Bro, I am not gassing Carson Wentz. I like the overall makeup of the team. Bars. Reach. Um, wow. Reach. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, week three just went down. I think the game of the week, um, at least in terms of hype. So three and no Packers don't move you at all. Defensively, yes, but can we all admit that Aaron Rodgers is taking a step back? Like, this is be real. Yeah, he takes a step back in the pocket and no. completes passes. He's taking a step back. He's not the same dynamic guy. I mean, he's still out there slinging that thing. I, ain't gonna find you. I, I mean, I don't, like I don't know like if he's that. slinging it. I mean, but he's Bro, doing He's right. out there slinging that thing, and I don't uh, even like a dude uh, like that. Valdez scantling? Yeah, you know. Oh, see, this is just bringing. I'm I'm being triggered right now because I'm thinking of all the players on my fantasy teams who are not producing. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, week three, Ravens and Chiefs. I think that was kind of hyped as one of the best games of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, is that the best win in the NFL right now? Chiefs over Ravens. Yeah, I kind of like the Saints over the Texans. Yeah, I think it's Chiefs Ravens. Yeah, I think Chiefs over Ravens. That's it's the best close. win so far. I mean, it's only three weeks in, but I think that's the best, best, best win so far. I mean, I guess it's if you're looking at games. records, it's been you a lot know, of light games. If you're looking at records, I, I get that. And Saints Texans were obviously the first week. If the Saints would have beat the Texans this week, you know, I think that we're you know probably looking at something, something comparable, comparable. But um, but no, yeah, yeah, three and O teams. I think it's very clear the Ravens are going to win their division. Very clear the Chiefs are going to win their division. So yeah, I rock with that. All right, cool, cool, cool. So your takeaways from that game, like what did what what did you see from that game? That if you are a Chiefs fan, which I think two people are and others are supporters, uh, what what takeaways would you have from that game? Just watching it yesterday. Um, <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. Period. I agree. Absolutely, absolutely. This is this. This is there's not, not there's not one person that can argue against that. Oh, check Awards mentions. There are people who will argue that, and he spends his time arguing with such stupid people. Yeah. Who? How can you argue that? Like, like my my question. Who? Like, who would they say? Like Brady. Who? He's the most accomplished. True. He's not the best. True. This year. This year. Right Watch, now. Washed up Brady. Right now. Okay. Right now, yeah, as of September. Yeah, now, now Los, don't do him like that. Washed up Brady. Brady's still throwing for for a two fifty and two. I mean, look, Brady's play, look, Brady's played bums. Yeah, bums. Yeah, he played Steelers. Brady bums. Brady don't even say that. <laughs> Brady bums. wish Dolphins. Dolphins. Bum bum bums. <laughs> Brady wish he could. Bum bum bum. Brady looks at. We are. <laughs> Brady looks at Mahomes wishing bum, he bum. had that arm. He, I mean, we yeah. wish he had that arm right now. Brady never had that arm on the best day of his life ever. Not. He, yeah, he true. Didn't. No true, way. True. He didn't. Yeah, he's he the didn't. Mahomes is the best. And here's the thing I'll say. So, Back foot, sidearm, it don't matter. I watched uh, the end of Tampa Bay and New York. Right? Tampa Bay's driving. Jameis Winston. Tampa Bay. Jet, Giants and, and Buccaneers. Man, I'm so mad at the, the freaking kicker, man. Hold on. Hold God, on. Dang it. No. 
You had one job, bro. You should be mad at Jameis Winston. Even though Jameis Winston had a really good day. He had a really good day. But at the end of that game, here's the difference between having Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback and anybody, almost anybody else. Mike Evans burned. First of all, Janoris Jenkins' know, tail I, has I, to be burning because yeah. he was getting scorched all game long. Like somebody should have treated him like they do in basketball. Hey, boy, you want to switch? Let me let me get let me get him. Let me check him. You go to the other side. You go get Godwin. Off the line, yeah. Evans burns him. Yeah. All Jameis has to do is throw a pass that leads Evans towards the end zone. He catches it game over because he's got at least two yards on Janoris Jenkins. Instead, yeah. Winston doesn't get enough on it. Evans has to slow down to catch it. He gets tackled by Jenkins. If that is Patrick Mahomes, we saw him do we see him do this all the time. Uh, like you said, backpedaling, off one foot, uh, bad throwing platform. He flicks his wrist. He throws it 50 yards. His guy's able to catch it, and then it's over. And it's over. And that's the difference between right now between Patrick Mahomes and most other guys. Like Lamar Jackson, he can make it happen. He can make it happen too. But, I mean, the ability to get that ball down the field and in stride or in a way that your receiver can catch it and finish off the play is what separates him from, from everybody else right now. Um. I think another thing that I noticed is just that uh, Andy Reid and this 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 program they're very in tune with with what they do well, and they draft and they position people for success. Um, and then also the defense is surprisingly improved um, against the pass. I think they're very subjective to the run. Uh, the run the rush defense is even worse than what it was last year. Mark pass, Ingram. Mark Ingram with three of them things. He looked like he looked like Bama Mark Ingram running against them. Yesterday. Mark, yeah. Ingram, listen, Los <laughs> loves some, was, Los do. loves Mark Ingram. Like. Bro, I'm a Mark Ingram fan. I'm a Mark Ingram fan because the. I know Kamara has it. Like, I know he's the guy. I know he has it. But he could – Mark Ingram could could have done a lot with that system still. But I know you got to give it to the kid because he's dynamic and he's on another level. But I'm a Mark Ingram fan. I am. Yo, yo, so, yeah, you got to give credit to the Chiefs receivers, though. Bro, what are, what are defenses going to do when, when Hill comes back? What are they going to do when he could just throw the ball 60 yards down the field and not worry about it? Like, you can literally on every play just tell either Hill, Watkins, or, or Hartman, hey, two of you, go deep. Just go to the the safety's going to have to follow. The safety can't cover both of y'all. That's when I'm hitting Kelsey. Kelsey's underneath. <laughs> Against a linebacker. Kelsey's underneath. You got McCoy or one of the Williams brothers in space against a linebacker. Shout out to McCoy, man. People was hating on McCoy. McCoy and I said that McCoy still has it. People was hating on him, but. McCoy still has it. You know, he still has it. And so, McCoy still has it, but let's be honest. McCoy is injury prone. Nobody ever said that. Right. Nobody said that he was injury prone. Right. But I mean, we have, but it's very possible he doesn't play next week. He didn't play the fourth quarter last week. So has, has it is, is dope. Until you need him really late in the season. You need him that, this weekend, and he delivered. I'm hoping he's there late in the season. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he'll so be there. Other, other week three thoughts. Um, shout out. I'm going to, since we have, you know, I've been I've been having people talk about their team. Shout out to the Cowboys, 3-0. Yeah. Um, um, can I ask you a question? Were, yeah. you, were you nervous, though? You know, I, I, I wasn't. Um... 
I remember, like you said, it was 10 to 6. The Dolphins had the ball. It was second half, right? It was in the second quarter, oh, second going into halftime. Yeah. Dolphins are inside the, I think, like the 15. Nah, I mean, you know, to, to give you guys some context, I'm, you know, myself and A1 are both in a survival loser pool, um, and I took the Dolphins to lose this week. Um, and, uh, you know, I, it's at Dallas. It's 10 to 6. You know, had it been 21 to 3, yeah. You know, had it been, you know, 17 to 7, yeah. You know, I wasn't nervous. I just thought to myself, I did tell myself, Cowboys are not covering this spread. Because I'm pretty sure the spread was like 22 and a half. 22 and a half. And they did cover the spread. They did cover the spread. But like at 10 to 6, I was like, glad I didn't bet on that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the Cowboys aren't covering this spread. <laughs> I actually tried my best to have them to bet that they weren't going to cover the spread. And it just didn't happen. I'm glad it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, it just didn't happen. But um, there was a point in that game where I said, Cowboys. It's the Dolphins. <laughs> Let's get our stuff together. And they did. And and they just went ahead and just said, okay, all right, we're, we're done. <laughs> we're done. And I will, they went to work. I will say this, going into the first quarter of the season, uh, or the first uh, ending of the first quarter of the season after this next week, Cowboys are the class in the NFC. Like, they are the, they are the best team in the NFC. I think I like them more than the Rams. I don't trust Jared Goff right now. Um, Dak... Dak is looking like every time he throws a pass, he's hitting, you know, blackjack, hitting 21, and the and the, the price of the brick is going up, Jerry. Like, you might, week by week, the price of the brick is going up. You might want to strike a deal now because they, I mean, they were talking about, what, first $50 million a year, man, or some crazy stuff like that. Like, Jerry, you're you going to have to pay the, you have to pay a five, Jerry. And, and, and here's the thing. They come, they, they got a big game this uh is Sunday night. Sunday night. Okay. They got the Saints, and uh, I'm gonna tell you if he puts on a big show, then I'm gonna tell you. I mean, he, uh, uh, Dak might well come in with the, like like Dion with the with the frat coat with the gold <laughs> chains in the press conference, man, because he needs that money. See, now you got. I'm about to. I got. I know a song I'm gonna use to close out the show now because you you just you just actually inspired and, uh, me. That's a quick side note. Shout out to Eddie's team. Because I'm about to lose this game. <laughs> so I'm about to come back and lose a game in fantasy football that I scored 170-some points. How? Eddie defense has 34 points. <laughs> <laughs> and they, Ed uh, Trubisky has 18 points. It's the first half. Wow. So, I mean, shout out to my man, Eddie. Listen, I can't be mad about that. Like, I'm not even mad about it. I just say it's fate. And uh, whatever happens is what's supposed to happen. And I'm just dealing with it, you know, so. Yikes. Shout out to Eddie's team, man. Shout out to Eddie's team. Okay, okay. Um, Other week three takeaways, uh, Daniel Jones, Eli was benched, finally, uh, two years after the fact. Um, And Daniel Jones came in, and he was good. Like, I can't even – I on on this very platform, I was critical of the Giants drafting Daniel Jones because it didn't seem like the reasons were necessarily all about football. It seemed to be kind of political as the reason he got the job, which, hey, however you can get a job, you can get a job. Uh, but he came in, got his first NFL start, did something Eli Manning has never done. Uh, and 44 tries, Eli Manning went down 18 points or more, has never engineered a comeback. Um, Daniel Jones – 
engineered a comeback against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay to get his first win. Um, I feel a misfield call that should have been made. True, true. He should have made the field. He should have made the field goal. Um, but I can't believe that. It's so shout yeah. out. I mean, look, shout out to Dang. I may have been wrong about him. Um, I mean, Ward, you have been. You were on the more positive side of the Daniel Jones bandwagon. I was, and there's something else you might have been wrong about. At this point in the season, Jason Witten is averaging 3.3 catches a game. Over the course of 16 games, that's 52 and a half catches a year. My number was 55 and a half. You said he wouldn't get 50. But that was not. We didn't bet on that. It was 55. Talk to that man. I wasn't willing to bet on. No, I said if you think he's that good, then get 55 was was not a big number. We're right in the middle, bro. Two touchdowns as well. Don't call a Hall of Famer. A first ballot, first ballot Hall of Famer. Famer. Oh, he is not getting in. <laughs> Y'all know for the dog well, he's not getting in no first ballot. He should. Oh, absolutely. First ballot. He is not best first commentator, ballot. broadcaster, sports player ever. <laughs> first ballot over Tony Romo. Let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk about someone else who's getting into the Hall of Fame who who probably shouldn't, and that is Eli Manning. Eli. So let's hey, Eli Manning. So much respect on his day. Don't say Eli Manning Call unless what you he say is. The, the Brady, Brady Slayer. <laughs> the Brady Slayer, Eli Manning. Eli Manning should not be in the Hall of Fame. He is getting into the Hall of Fame simply because of what, two plays. What, hey, two hey, plays. What if you do the impossible? What if you do? It's not the impossible. What if you do something that no other team did that whole season? What if you stop history? You stop destiny. Let me kill destiny. What do you say to that? It's a narrative. It's a narrative. Get a man a gold coat. Let's go. He's earned it. Let's go. He has not earned a gold coat. He's he getting impossible. Our jacket. Anyway. Who else did that? It doesn't. Nobody it, did it. He's getting into the Hall he of Fame. First impossible. of all, he was in the grasp. Let's just start there. First of all, he was in the grasp. Did he they, was his jersey they, was being pulled. He looked like Michael Jordan at the end of Space Jam with all the Bond okay. stars dressed over what? him. Michael Jordan also was in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he deserves like to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. about two Hall of Fame. Yeah, 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 comparison. Like jersey yeah. being stretched to okay. Kingdom Come. Uh-huh. He should have been in the grasp. So, so, so he amazing. Hold up. First so of all, he was amazing. Go ahead. Men were Go being ahead. the defense alliance being bear hugged by every giant that didn't have a hold of his jersey. That's a preach right here. Okay, get the heck out of here. Talk about the Giants. Talk about how low he was. But God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Since a man named Eli. Since a man named Eli. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, you better tell somebody. And Tyree had on a helmet of salvation. That Come play on. defied the laws of science. How the heck did he hold the ball to his head? Gotta, got, had to be God. Had to. Had now, to had Noah get two of every animal Slayer. on the ark. And you know what? He beat on twice just to say it wasn't a fluke. To his he credit. He beat on twice Talk. just to say it wasn't a fluke. To his credit. The throw to Manningham was That's for was me and that's for my brother. It was dope. Holler at me. Eli Manning is the a Hall me- of Famer. He's a meh Hall of Famer. He's a, he's, I, 
Hall of Famer. Okay. He's a is that your man's Hall of Famer? I don't care He's if I gotta crawl you through the him. sewer to get to heaven. Either I'm still way, there. He's <laughs> gonna get you gonna get your crown and he's gonna get his jacket. He's <laughs> trash. Hey, hey, and make sure they both go. Yeah. Trash. God, I hate the fact that I had to do this with you here because it does nothing <laughs> more than burn me up. Now they hear you talk about all this bull crap, and I know he's getting in, and I got it. Oh god, I'm going to freaking lose my mind. I saw a guy on Twitter say that. Eli Manning should be in the Hall of Fame. Why? Because he's famous. Fame stands for famous. And if nothing else, Eli is famous. And he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for no other reason than that. Not that he's going to end up top 10 in passing. He's famous for beating the Brady Slayer. I mean, for being the Brady Slayer. So if you want to say that, yeah. And, and on that note. the impossible. Let me know what no y'all think. So you think Philip Rivers it. is more deserving of a Hall of Fame? Absolutely vote. more deserving right. than, than Eli, Eli Manning. Manning. Hey, hey, work. Ask your question. Got, did Philip Rivers beat Brady twice? I don't care. I don't care. Did Philip Rivers beat? Now they Brady. came out in two thousand and four. In fifteen years, uh-huh. I think Philip Rivers might have won his division. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twice? Twice? He might be on par with Eli. Eli didn't win the East that much. Oh, no, no. Eli won a Super Bowl twice. Um, <laughs> shout out to Philip And Eli went on a crazy, like, eight-game winning streak to make the playoffs. Let me tell you And something. got in the playoffs. And he went against Brady. He said, this is for my brother. And all while living in the shadow of an older brother. You know how hard that is? That you're not even Settle. better than. But when the little brother is fighting for something. Come on. He's fighting for something. Come he got on. something on his mind. Something on his heart. Talk about That's this. why you can throw a ball and somebody catch you on the helmet. Talk that little brother That's struggle. Why. <laughs> Talk, 97, you do what you like to follow up with living in a uh, shadow. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, you know man, why this The Brady Slayer. You know why this scuffs my Tims? You know? Yo. Do you know why this creases because my I'm Jordans? Right on all cylinders. No, you know why this okay. creases, do you know why this creases my, my J's? This, the reason this pisses me off is because Eli Manning is the ultimate example of embracing the results over the process. Eli Manning led the league in interceptions three times. He's a career 500 starter. Outside of those two Super Bowls, he never won a playoff game outside of those two years. He was carried by a dominating defense. He played one of the most god-awful NFC Championship games with Alex off. Smith yeah, that off. I've get ever off. seen. And the only reason it. the Giants won uh-huh. is because Kyle Williams muffed the freaking punt. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The only reason they beat the Packers uh-huh. is because the defense uh-huh. put them in yeah. field goal range in yeah. overtime. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Eli Manning has been the recipient of undeserved freaking grace yeah. his yeah. entire yeah. career. Yeah. And because of that, he's going in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and, he's uh, trash. Yeah, he's, he's trash. He's yeah. trash. Yeah, he's trash. Jim Plunkett should trash. be in the Hall of Fame. He's got two Super Bowls. Yes. I don't see anybody advocating yes. for Jim Plunkett who, to who get in the Super say, Bowl. You say Plunkett? Jim Plunkett. Okay, Jim Plunkett. Number one overall pick, Can just like Eli. Mediocre quarterback, Can just like Eli. Did I don't Jim, care about being no freaking Patriots. <laughs> I don't care. Did, I Jim, don't care. Did Jim Plunkett beat Brady? I don't care. I'm asking you. Did he beat him twice? He might have. It was before my time. I don't know if he won two Super Bowls. Well, like I said, until look it up. And if he if if he beat Brady twice, (laughs) then I okay it. But until then, Hall of Fame Brady Slayer. I'm out of here, man. We this is this is we thank you for listening. If you think Eli's a Hall of Famer, block me back. 
Like, don't don't at me, because if you say Eli's a Hall of Famer, you're automatically getting blocked. I'm not going to mute you. I'm blocking you and reporting you as spam. I'm getting you out the paint. If you think Eli's not a Hall of Famer, please holler at me. Please, we can have conversations. We can rapitate. We can talk. Let us know what you think. Who are the top teams in AFC, NFC? I want to thank my uh, my side, my sidekick, my homie, my ace, A-Ward. Thank you for coming through. Appreciate you, bro. 97, we appreciate you. I do not appreciate the Lowe's Factor. Let that be known right now. Hey, man, I don't got to be appreciated, man. I'm chill like this, man. If people love me, man. You do, too. And uh, I'm just happy that uh, I'm go- – first of all, I will, I'm, my plan is to buy you a gold jacket with Eli, uh, the Brady Slayer Manny, on it when he gets his. So you have that look to look forward to. So, uh, yeah. yes. Okay. So anyway, please remember, you can go to SoundCloud.com backslash Brains and Bars. Check out all the content there. You can also check us out on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music. Just search hashtag Brains and Bars. Shout out to the homie B for allowing us to be here tonight. Check out his YouTube channel, Puss in Boots Gaming. The fives, the S's are five. Check out his new video with the homie. It's the, it's real 85. It's Funny Gears 5 co-op gameplay. I am award.com. Shout out to you on your your chilling circuit battle tour. Uh, shout out uh, on a serious note though. Shout out to uh, Lex. Shout out I battle uh, league in New York. He'll be there this weekend battling Louis Valentine. Did I get that right. All right. So shout out to you. Um, shout out to you, the listener. Again, hit us up on YouTube. I'm oh, not YouTube. Hit us up on Facebook. I wish I would have had a camera in here. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at Brains and Bars. Um, any feedback? comments until next time i holla y'all it's been the black and white thing y'all be easy and oh oh yeah on the way out the door man dak prescott this one's for you man this is deon sanders must be the money yeah you know ever since i turned pro in 1989 when i signed the dotted line it was strange those things changed for the better and for the worse so i called my mama and she said baby must be the money Yeah. Uh-huh.